Hey everybody, welcome to episode 3 of Sword Coast Coast to Coast. I'm Cameron Kunzelman, your Dungeon Master. Uh, this is of course an actual play podcast where we play D&D 5th edition. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we just, we, we run around, we do all kinds of stuff. Um, if you listen to the first two episodes, you know a little bit about it already. But if for some reason you're jumping in on episode 3, um, this is a small group of, of players. We play over Discord and this is just a recorded audio call. So sometimes the audio quality is a little bit worse. We're figuring that out for, for future recording things because we kind of recorded this on a whim. The The idea was not, we were just going to play. The idea was not that we were going to make, uh, you know, internet stuff out of it. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe we could do that. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, past two episodes of uh, first they got a uh, uh, mission from Mayor Jim at the Ironbow. And then they, uh, you know, went and did some investigations, investigating, learning, putting things in your mouth, talking to, uh, you know, halfling kids, very mature halfling kids, uh, doing all kinds of stuff. There's just you get talking big cabbages, you know stuff you're listening to the show for. So they do all that stuff, and uh, now this episode they are finally um, leaving the town, or, or they do eventually. So so this is a little bit longer episode too, uh, but I wanted to keep everything that they do in. It's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of improvisation in this episode. Uh, maybe you might see that. Maybe you might not. Uh, improvisation on my part. But uh, it's it's good. I think it's a good episode. Um, of course, we all know this is your favorite part of this episode. It's me talking at the beginning. It's the, it's the best part of your day, probably. <laughs> That's part of my day. Um, anyway, but you can uh, support this. Uh, you, or you can follow Range Touch on Twitter, at Range Touch on Twitter. Um, if you really like the show or you think it's cool, go down to the link below this and support us on Patreon. There's no specific um, thing that's attached to uh, the show yet. In fact, I'm not even sure if the Patreon mentions it yet, but uh, at the beginning of next month, I'm going to edit some stuff and get this in there. Um, but although I don't know what kind of exclusive stuff you would want, um, if you're listening to this episode and you don't currently support the Patreon, or you do support the patreon if you're listening to this episode what would make you or what would entice you or what would encourage you to support the patreon just let me know uh, at c Kunzelman on twitter uh, you can dm me if you don't want to tweet at me publicly and there's always the excellent discord that we're part of feel free to reach out to me on there as well anyway this is just some information here at the top uh let's get to the show So where are we going? Uh, I think we should go talk to the mayor. Let's go talk well, to the mayor. I think I go wanted ahead. to talk to the mayor for a different reason than you talked. To Mary, who do you want? I to want to talk to, to the herbalist. Okay. Not not an herbalist. I want to be clear. Just like the town magic usury person who does sure. some stuff with it. The herbalist. Yeah, just to give a okay. <laughs> <laughs> the town wizard. Okay, well, James, why do you want to talk to the? Why do you want to talk to the mayor? Because I'm suspicious of him. Okay. Hmm. Well, let's talk. I, I, I think, yeah. Let's do mayor first, and then sorcerer. Okay. Okay. You are up to the mayor's uh, house. It is like two doors down from the body barrel. It's um. It, it's like a big kind of opulent place. It looks like it's been built in the past couple years. You you go up to it and you kind of flash your badge to the the kind of half orc who's at the door, and she 
you know, nudges the door open and lets you in. And this is like when, um, it's like one of those videos that you see of like Twitch stars where they like show off their giant mansion and there's nothing in it. It's one of (laughs) those. So like they're house poor. Yeah. (laughs) So there's like a big wall, you know, these massive rooms, like beautiful stone floors, this kind of artisanal wood everywhere. And, uh, there's like some war trophies maybe. So there, there are, um, hobgoblin, uh, swords kind of on the wall, but there's no furniture anywhere. There's nothing like that. And then you kind of make your way through the building, up the stairs, and to Jimothy Ironbow's office, where he just this big, massive room with a bunch of tables. There's like sewing supplies, there are uh, uh, all kinds of different things like that. There's a bunch of different sashes in different colors that say different things. Um, and of course, an assortment of hats. What? Jimothy for mayor. Yeah, well, some say Jimothy for mayor, but some say Happy Valentine's Day from Jimothy, and some say, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Do we Jimothy see any that... for undersecretary of? What? I said Jimothy for like undersecretary of agriculture. No, importantly, like, there are no board. No, there are no other election ones other than Jimothy Ironbow for mayor. Okay, okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask if we saw any that said anything insidious on them. <laughs> Evil Jimothy <laughs> for <laughs> no well, hail, hail Druid. No. Yeah, hail Jimothy or something like that. <laughs> um, no, there's nothing and he's in here kind of busily working away. He is creating um, a big banner that says he's painting a big banner that's on like it's like made of leather uh, and he's painting on it and it and it says uh uh Iron Bow uh celebrates Green Gras. And and it's not finished yet. Is mayor really the only um, political office around here? Uh, it's the only one that you see on the sash. You can ask him about it. You want to ask him? No, I mean like, I, there's no like, you know, like governor of this region or something else. Uh, you don't know, not okay. as far as you know. But you're not from here. You yeah, can give me. Be- how about you, how about you give me a check here? You, how about you give me a um, history check? Could I ask Phineas to give me a history check, maybe? Sure. It's small. I rolled a four. Okay. So that's an eight. Okay. Would that, this would, like, I know nothing. No, that, I mean, that's a, that's a decent thing. So uh, not as far as you know, right? I mean, uh, Burdusk is kind of like a regional power. Like, you all know this, right? Like, it's a... It's a you know, it's like a, I don't know, like an Oklahoma city almost, right? Like people know where it is and they know what it is, but people aren't going there all the time unless they have very specific business they have to do here, but it's reputations have grown uh, over the past several years. And, uh, their uh, Iriabor, which is another city, it's kind of its sister city, like I said before or said earlier. Um, Iriabor is a little bit more well known, but these are just kind of trade cities in the middle. They are, if they need some sort of protection, something like that, they would have to petition a much bigger city to come help them. Um, so yeah, there's no regional power here. You know, there's Baldur's Gate to the east, um, and then there is like another city to the west i don't even know what that would be it would be like marsimber to the west that would be the next biggest one um or yeah it'd be like marsimber or suzale so those are both pretty far away um 
So yeah, this is not the kind of place that has like a governor for the region or anything like that. If anything, the mayor of Burdusk and the mayor of Iriador and the mayor of, uh, I don't know, Green Nest might get together and make decisions every now and again. But yeah, yeah, it's not that kind of thing. That was a long explanation, but I wanted you to have the No, the idea. that's great. So there is no higher office for him to aspire to. No, no, not here, certainly. He's king of his like little clay 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 pile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His little successful village. Or not village city. Town. Um can we like just start talking to him? Yeah, absolutely. He's in here, he's Hail. working away and he says, Hello. Hail, Mayor. Hail. This, um, is pretty, this is quite a lovely domicile. I work very hard. What did you see. do before you became mayor? I was a mercenary. I was an archer. Iron bow. Jimothy Iron Bow. I thought. Is the iron bow here? Uh, you and, see the iron bow? Yeah, so he, like, he, he gestures over uh, behind his desk, kind of in a, in a, in a ceremonial case, you know, with. Uh, uh, like glass in front of it, like very thick <laughs> medieval glass. Um, uh, there is the iron bow. He says, I, uh, break in case of emergency. <laughs> I, I, uh, I kind of... Sorry, I go tap, ahead. I tap Phineas on the shoulder and I say, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you should consider stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do it while he's looking. I think needing a bow might be an emergency. What? What? Are you talking to me? I said I think wanting that bow might be an emergency. I say this loudly. Hold on. I don't want it. I have it. I own it. It's over there. Don't touch it. Look at it. I'm. I I'm the mayor. It's like a, it's like a sports memorabilia display. Yes, no, a hundred percent. Like yeah. the same way that like you might like put up like a championship jersey yeah, or, or something. a football or something. Yes, it is yeah. that that kind of thing. If there were okay. like there, there's like a small skylight that shines directly on mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, there's a trophy and like a small painting of like him holding the bow. And yes, younger. and he's yeah. shaking hands with someone. Slaying, no, he's slaying a uh, a hobgoblin. <laughs> it's it's the oh. thing, it's, it's Peter and the dragon, but Ironbow and a hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you um, want? We only have two hours. <laughs> we we have about come the... with with uh, we have come to report on the findings of our investigation. R- report away. He takes a little bit more seriously. He puts down his his giant paintbrush and he says, "Report away to me." We have made findings during our investigation. Uh, I assume that. <laughs> uh, and uh, Wegg just kind of looks at um everybody else. It's a uh, it's, it's like a, out here. some sort of plant based attack. Was uh, was present at all three problem sites. A, uh, a plant, your, you say? Your mayorship, yes. Somebody is putting invasive species into your uh, into your grain and your cabbages and your bricks. Mm, uh, the and it is it is the nature of them is very. The plants are all different, but the nature of the attack is the same. Is it a fungus it, person doing it? It is a fungus person. Yes, like a, a, a mossy, 
Do you know what? Do you know any kind of like biome or place nearby where there's like you could find a moss, just like Wait, like swamp moss, red swamp and moss, lich- and lichens? Yes, exactly. Yes, probably the swamp. Okay. Kyle <laughs> wants to clarify. I think I believe my friend Silverleaf when he says a fungus person, not necessarily a person made of. I'm asking if, per the Underdark, which I, as a former adventurer, know all about, there are people made of fungus there. Do you think they did it? This does not appear to be the work of a fungaloid, as far as we can tell. Does this sound like the work of a hobgoblin? I'm slewn, Probably a hobgoblin. I've slewn many hobgoblins in my day. <laughs> are hobgoblins made out of fungus? Not yet, they aren't. This might be some kind of fun goblin. What what uh, folk tales do your do your elders tell the children about the about the swamp and why they shouldn't go into it? What are you talking about, elders? Uh, elders. <laughs> uh, when oh, you were a boy, I'm not from here. Us. You oh, okay. d- have you asked anyone about me? We uh, did just minutes ago. We but, asked you. Yeah. Well, okay. He didn't ask him. He just started telling us about him. Indeed. <laughs> it seems like you didn't ask any follow-up questions about my story. <laughs> I came well, who, here. Who would? I came here three years ago. I was not oh. from here. I was from Waterdeep. I came here three years ago, and they were being attacked by hobgoblins, my enemy. And so I helped them slay... 100 hobgoblins with my iron bow. Uh, Kylie says, I hate to harp on this point, but you said you were from Waterdeep? Indeed! <laughs> I don't get it. This, this city might not be as attached to the lore of Faerun as you might believe. <laughs> In our version of this game... <laughs> Hint, hint, wink, uh, wink. Yeah, tell us, uh, what, what do you know of the swamp? That's uh, all I'm trying to Oh, ask. the swamp. Uh, uh, give me... Any give, hobgoblins in there? Give me an insight check. Okay. Um, can I make an insight check? Mm, no. Okay. Okay, I rolled a 17. Okay. Um, so, so the mayor says, he says, well, you know, there might be hobgoblins there. When, when I was defending the wall against the hobgoblin horde and tracking the hobgoblins, uh, back to their home and then attacking them in the night with my guerrilla warfare, uh, friends, mercenaries, uh, we, we never saw the hobgoblins in the swamp and we have eradicated the hobgoblins so they couldn't be anywhere, but the swamp might be full of hobgoblins and I promise you if you see anything and this is when um, you see a, a slight change Silverleaf you, you see a little bit of a change in demeanor a little bit of duplicitousness or something going on here you don't have a, an exact read on the emotion here but he says but if you see anything in the swamp you should destroy it on sight nothing is in the swamp there are no civilians in the swamp there are no citizens in the swamp the swamp is off uh, what, what what would I say here? Off limits. There we go. 
No one is allowed into the swamp. It's dangerous. People die there. One of my first actions as mayor was to banish everyone from the swamp because people kept dying and children kept disappearing in there. It's dangerous. Mm, okay. But we we can we're allowed to go there because we have your uh, your badge here. Right? Do you have a good reason to go into the swamp? No. Well, we will... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm I'm, deci- I'm hiding. No, I was just. Mm, uh... You need to perform a deception check then. All right. Uh, not a, not at all. I uh, I I don't think that. Uh, I don't I don't think that we're going to go to the swamp, Mayor. Uh, my uh, my deception check is a nineteen. Okay, give me one second then. Uh, I was just that's, curious. That's uh, okay. The nineteen you said? Yeah. He says. Uh, he says. All right then. If you don't have a reason to go there, then I guess you shouldn't go there. So don't. It's dangerous. You'll die. Okay, great. You don't Thank seem you to be very high level adventurers like me. Well, we certainly don't have any bows made of iron. How many hobgoblins have you slain? You remember? You all remember on our last adventure uh, when uh, Kylie got abducted by hobgoblins, and we had to rescue him. Aha, mm-hmm. fool! And their leader had a, a very peculiar way of speaking and, and, and weapon that he carried, and I, I, I forget. It was a it was a copper slingshot, I believe. Ah, uh, yes, much like an iron bow. But uh, but much much not. weaker, and weaker, for babies. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it was only plus one. Hmm. Yes. Well, anyway, I'm the mayor now, and uh, after a rousing success of killing hobgoblins, people couldn't help but elect me in a landslide election, and I'm gonna roll that forward this year. Okay. Is this the fir- uh, Is this the first election since he was elected mayor? I'm elected every year. In a landslide election, no matter what Gander Karg would do about it. Who's Gander Karg? Hmm, he owns the Sturdy Hoof. He's a local businessman who's come here since I was here. But who was the mayor before you? I don't know, some asshole. He died. (laughs) (laughs) The the hobgoblins killed him. Gander Karg? Gander Karg. He grew up, he's a half-orc. He grew up here, and then he left for several years. And when I was elected mayor, he came back, and now he's running against me. Hmm. He makes barrels. How body are these barrels? Hmm. None. Zero body. (laughs) None body? Anyway, what are you doing now? (laughs) Well, do do you have reason to believe would... Gander Karg have access to the kinds of biological poisons that we've seen during our our uh, extensive investigation. Wait, hold on now. Biological poisons? Yes, the uh, the fungus. Evil the fun- plants. Oh, okay. Yes, the, uh, all right. The the fungus and lichen and root. 
No, Gander Karg is a simpleton who could never defeat me in, in an election, especially one that is as fair as the ones that we are running here. He certainly would not know, but perhaps Velwyn Vesselwyn, the owner of the Jittery Frog. He is a compatriot from long ago. He was a mercenary who came with me here to help defeat the Hobgoblins. He did some parts of the Hobgoblin defeating, but mostly it was me with my iron bow. And he points at the iron bow. He says, <laughs> uh, he says but, uh, you know, that might be able to help, but don't go in the swamp. How, uh, what makes the frog so jittery? I don't know. I didn't name it. Well, I guess there's only one way to find out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm good. Okay. Let's move on. Um, does Phineas want to take a, any sort of action to maybe give us some advantage if we want to come back here for that bow? I am not a heist kind of rogue. I okay. am. I'm more of a swindler. Mm. Yeah, Phineas seems more the type to like convince the mayor to give him the bow as part of like uh, an award ceremony or something. Hmm. If Phineas were inclined. Yes. But it seems it seems like we have more important things to do right now. Well, what are you doing? Let's go we're to not the going to the swamp. Let's go to the salty frog. Let's go to the swamp. The jittery frog. Wait, you wanna it's nighttime. Uh, Should we go to the yes. swamp in the morning? So, so that, that is worth knowing. It is like uh, sundown basically right now. Um, I don't know. Sounds like perfect swamp time for me. How else will you see the swamp gas lights? Yeah, the swamp gas lights and the will-o'-wisps. Uh, okay. So you are doing what? I think we should talk to Frogman before we go to the swamp. I was thinking we should get this jump on the swamp as quickly as possible. Before anything changes. Hmm. That's a good point. Is I mean, I think we would have to swamp? travel through the night to get there. Yeah, it's about, just to give you an idea of here, it's going to take you about half a day to get to the swamp. It's going to take a long time. So okay. it would be like three, or no, it'd be like midnight or one o'clock in the morning by the time you got there. How tired would we be? You'd be extremely tired. And it would be dark. I'm not sure if we can find any, I don't, I mean, I don't, I think I have enough information to, like, there's something in the swamp and we need to go search for it. I'm not exactly sure what, but I'm not sure if uh, talking to either Gander Crag or Veluin Vasuin is going to reveal more than just going there and diving right in. Okay. What do you all think about that? Uh, as long as, I'm okay with that as long as going there right now doesn't mean that, like, I'm going to make some kind of... I'm going to get attacked by, like, a fungoblin and, and have to make some kind of tiredness check. There are no, <laughs> there are no like, tiredness checks or anything like that. So. Okay. I, I mean, I think we should I think we should sleep and then wake up and then... Oh, and then go And then go to the swamp, yeah. So you're thinking well, like, an if early start? If, if we're going to wait until morning, we might as well go try and talk to... Catch the frog guy before he goes home. Right? He probably has already gone home by, by this point. You would have to, like, track him down. Oh, okay. Um... Well, yeah, let's make a let's make an early night of it then, I guess. Okay, does that sound good to everybody? Yeah, sounds fine to me. 
Okay, cool. Um, so you all go back to the body barrel. Um, mm-hmm. You make your way there. The same dwarf woman is is standing there, and and she, uh, you know, she offers you some green drink and all the same stuff that she did the other day. She offers you some dinner. I'm assuming you all eat a little bit of dinner. Mm-hmm. What's for dinner? Um, cabbages again. Cabbage soup. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Are the over. cabbages different color? No, th- these are not the giant cabbages. Because remember, okay. those have not been sold yet. Uh, well, you know. Well, yeah, I'm letting you know. I'm giving you the info. Nope, this is normal stuff. A lot of leafy greens that are available right now. You know, it's springtime. There's not a uh, not a lot of, of of vegetables and things like that that are have come to bear yet. Right. Um. And uh, <laughs> uh. Okay. So you you all do that. The the banner has been taken down. The adventurer's banner has been taken down. Um, there's a similar number of people who are here. The dwarf and the halfling silver leaf that you saw the night before, they're not there today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you all go up to bed and you go to sleep. Um, so, uh, uh, let's see here. Let me make another do, 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 do. Um, you have a terrible dream, Silverleaf. You dream that you are being uh, found by the orc, and that the orc is <gasps> is grabbing you and whispering. It's got tentacles all in its mouth, and it's whispering oh, all God. its evil secrets into your ear. Um, and it's terrifying. You hate it. Um, and I want everyone to make a constitution save for me. Goodness. Um, that's a d20 plus constitution? Mm-hmm. Correct. 10. 13. Okay. Other people. Uh, six. Okay. Uh, Mary, you had a six? Six. Okay. And James, you had uh, what? Eight. Okay. So, uh, Phineas and Kylie, you wake up in the middle of the night and you are being pinched. Like, it's, it's almost as if like something is just like stabbing you with little needle fingers and you both take three points of damage seems rude in your bed as you as you stand up in your bed there are insects (gasps) centipedes beetles all kinds of stuff like that and they are just biting the shit out of you (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then when you get up and you kind of, you're dusting yourself off and you're, you're kind of slapping them as they're stinging you and biting you and all this kind of stuff, they, they kind of swarm up and then they go out the window and, and away. Rude. Extremely rude. And give me a, uh, both of you give me a insight check. 16. Okay, 16 and 19. You both notice, you're in separate rooms, but you both notice that the window is open and you're on the second story. The window is open and it was not open when you went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to complain to the management, but it sounds like this is not there. This is not normal in bugs. You've experienced yeah. in bugs before. This is not in bugs. <laughs> uh, the in bugs are my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> They're my favorite band to see live. Exfoliating. <laughs> But uh, but luckily, this is uh, kind of close to when you would wake up anyway. This is maybe 5 o'clock or 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, something like that. And so uh, you didn't really lose any sleep. You know, you still were well rested, but you did get bitten uh, when you were waking up. 
So remember that you've lost three hit points, I guess. Mm -hmm. I wrote it down on my character sheet. Yep, mark it on your sheet. Write it in your diary. Mm -hmm. Uh, Inscribe it into my my, uh, fishbone. You don't know about it. Do do y'all tell everybody about getting bitten by bugs? Oh, yeah. Okay, just making sure. I I say that I I believe right track. I actually, uh, I blame, um, I blame Weg for it. <laughs> now, like, I, now listen, listen, I am no stranger to the creatures of the night, but mine are quite territorial and stay close to home. It's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> also, I've decided that Weg sleeps on, on a pile of dirt. He doesn't use the bed that's, that's in the, in the inn. He's confused. That's probably what it's not comfortable. He's like uh, he's like Johnny Appleseed, you know. It's just like a sack that you carry around, and it's your bedroll, uh-huh. and then you pour it out every night, and it's just dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so so you do that. You all get ready in the morning. Other than this kind of uh, you know having the bad dream, uh, Silverleaf, and then for uh, Phineas and Kylie uh, getting bit by those bugs, relatively uneventful, or at least uneventful for Wag. <laughs> slept like a rock uh <laughs> and you begin making your way to uh, or you, you know you get ready you eat some breakfast you have some eggs again and some leafy greens and then you uh make your way toward the swamp right i mean this is what you're doing yes you travel along the road for maybe three hours you can see the swamp kind of beginning it's a little bit low-lying marshland remember that the road is kind of up on a little bit of a a ridge or a hill and then there's some low-lying land and then there is the river and then that slowly that begins as like a a tight wedge you know the the road is close to the river and as the road gets further away and as this kind of like rise that the road is on gets further away from the river uh the low-lying land gets wider and so eventually the swamp becomes very big and you can barely see the river over the swamp and then you're kind of two-thirds of the way or no maybe a third of the way as far as the length of the swamp is concerned and that's this is probably the best place to enter the swamp and at this point it's about noon somewhere around there how thick is the canopy over the swamp pretty thick these are willows these are oak trees these are all you know um, give me a nature check, in fact. Okay. Uh, let's see. My nature modifier is plus two. Mm-hmm. So, four. Oh, that's four total? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of trees. Sorry. <laughs> it's thick. Yeah. Thick okay. Okay. Um, do we see any, like, sign of civilization? Nope. There's no like smoke above the trees or anything. You could make an investigation check. I will, would love to. I say, looking at my minus one investigation. Uh, okay. What'd you get? Um, a six. Okay. Uh, not as far as you can see. Can I make an additional uh, perception check? Mm, no. No. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I I tend to disallow uh, like everyone rolling the same check unless I'm asking for it. Okay, so I guess let's dive right in. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. So you just start yeah. walking through the swamp. It's incredibly slow going, you know, as swamps go. Uh, you can, you know, for for ten feet, you can be up on kind of 
solid ground and then there's going to be 20 feet of wading waist deep of course because you have two party members who are uh, you know four feet tall there's a lot of like finding the best pathway so it's incredibly slow going i mean what are you looking for while you're here what are you what are you um, doing here i i'll carry one or both of them if it eases the going. Here's what I'm going to do. It's not going to ease the going, I'll be honest. I'm going to cast my, uh, as a ritual, my tensor's floating disc, mm. which creates a visible disc that follows me, and the two, uh, the halfling and the gnome, can sit on it um, and get pulled along like a little magical sled. As, uh, <laughs> okay, that's going to make the going a lot faster, actually. Yeah, the um, elf and I, as the genasi and I make our way. Um, the... I love ridesies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little wagon. Yeah, how long does that last for? Um, I can... Uh, it lasts for an hour. Okay. But I, I'm casting it as a ritual, so I can just keep casting it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. you're kind of chanting and waving your rod. Um, yeah. Is... Uh, I'm specifically... To answer your question from earlier, I'm specifically looking for any of the three plants that okay. we've encountered so far. Okay. Mm, okay. Good call. Uh, is everyone doing that? Yes. Okay. So as you travel, let's just say that, you know, you, you've kind of got, you have the sun overhead, you know, you're coming from the north and you're traveling south into the swamp. Um, you've got a good idea of where you're going. Um, or, you know, you're just in the sense of you're going into the swamp to find these things. So let's have everyone do, well, and we'll say that you travel for two hours of just kind of searching around. Uh, let's have everyone give me an investigation check. Either, well, whichever, let's choose the highest investigation or nature, whichever is higher for you. Not perception, not perception. Oh, because you're searching. Right? Ooh, 21. Yeah. I just actually have a perception score. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 11. Okay. And I got a 20. Okay. Nature. Man, so See? both the people who are writing the disc have, <laughs> you have an excellent <laughs> point of view. So yeah. based on their, they you know the uh, um, Kylie and Silverly, for you're you're trying to make sure you're not falling in a hole anywhere, you know, and you're kind of looking, but really you're navigating, right? And so um, Wegg and Phineas are really able to focus all of their attention, thanks to Tensor's uh, disc, they're able to focus all of their attention on looking for what you're looking for, and you're about you you know you're kind of walking on solid ground finally for a little ways, and over to your your right um there is a small little divot you know kind of kind of in the ground and you would normally have walked right by it in fact kylie and silverleaf you do walk right by it you you're kind of scanning left to right to the best of your ability and you just don't see it but uh thankfully uh phineas kind of says hey wh what is that and weg picks up on it and they kind of like stretch up on their chippy toes while they're riding the disc and they're able to see um quite a bit of red swamp moss and as you so they say hey go over there and you walk over and you can see that this is to the best of your knowledge right based on your investigation and your nature check this is a cultivated garden of red swamp moss this, hmm. this has been dug out of solid ground a little bit it's kind of recessed maybe to hide it or to make better um uh you know better cultivation area um and when you kind of dig into the soil, you know, when you get down and you look at it, there's wheat here on the ground. So someone's even been feeding this this moss with hmm. uh, the kind of stuff that it would grow in really well. 
Um, so, so yeah, it's um, th- this someone is managing this area. Interesting. I, I have a question about my character sheet, real quick. Absolutely. Um, next to nature and a couple other things, I have what looks like a small P uh-huh. in the little the little bubble. Does that mean that I'm proficient in? It does. That is what that yes. means. All right. What is what is proficiency do for me? Proficiency means that that little uh, that the plus there is adding in your proficiency bonus, which is based on your level. Um, you can see it over there above speed there. So, but the number oh, okay. is already calculating in that proficiency. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So I don't. The proficiency doesn't mean that I there's an additional calculation that happens after that plus two. No. No, it's not. It means that because I am proficient, I have plus two. An additional plus two. Yeah. An addition over oh, wait, so whatever the, your ability score would be. What the number says on your skill line is what it is. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's not another plus two on top. Exactly. Okay. So what okay. what is your uh, what is your intelligence modifier? My intelligence modifier is plus zero. Yeah. Right. So zero plus two, which is their proficiency bonus, gives you a final bonus of plus two for nature. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. It so does. If you, if you had a higher intelligence, it would be even higher. Right, but yeah, so my wisdom is plus two on its own, and for medicine, I have a plus four. There you go. Um, because of my proficiency with e- that. Okay. Exactly. All right, great, thank you. Yep, no problem. All right, um, so, um, okay. I, I uh, look to Phineas and say, this looks bad. Indeed. Give me, so now give me uh, the, those perception checks. Kylie, give me your perception check. Um, that's an eight. Okay. Everyone give me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 14. Uh, 17. Okay. 21. Okay, great. So everyone except for Kylie. Kylie is so flabbergasted that he did not find this. I mean, a god king would find this, right? I mean, it <laughs> seems like... A god king could no. see it. Um, Listen, there's a reason why a god king has a, has a what? A court. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, but yeah. So so you go. Uh, you notice everyone else as you're kind of looking around notices that there is a big patch. In fact, there are two patches over on the far side away from you where it looks like someone has taken a bucket and they have dug into the moss and kind of scooped a big bucket load out. I mean, it's got that kind of like some of the soil is gone Mm -hmm. um, and you see uh, some unused, you know, kind of stacked up wooden buckets over on that side as well. Do we have, we noticed any, I guess we would have previously need to have made a, like a bucket check, but do we recognize (laughs) these buckets from anywhere? These just look like normal buckets. They're just regular buckets. Okay. They're they're not branded with the mayor's insignia (laughs) or like the Baldur's Gate logo or anything. No, they're just buckets. Someone made them. Okay. Is there a trail leading away from this? Uh, Give me an investigation check. Uh, 24. There is not a trail. Okay. Um, but but the but more interesting as you're looking, so you're kind of looking through the underbrush at the edges. You're trying to see if there's maybe a little uh, path where someone is navigating up. There's not a trail, but what you can see when you get over by the buckets is that there are what appear to be birds' feet impressed, mm. like bird footprints. But they're bigger than a normal bird. I mean, you know, a normal bird might be like three inches or something like that. You know, for uh, a fair-sized bird. Um, 
where you would really see the footprints. But these are maybe like seven inches. They're almost the size of like, I mean, they're bigger than Weg's feet for sure. Mm -hmm. And they're bird prints and they're kind of everywhere all around the buckets. Y'all, Baba Yaga's hut has been here. (laughs) (laughs) But like a small one. But yeah, a baby Baba Yaga's Yaga's townhouse. Baby Yoga. Baby, Baby Yaga, yeah. So. Can I can I make a nature check to see if I recognize what kind of bird this is? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> what kind of bird are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. This, you don't think this is a bird. Um, you don't know what this is, but you, you know, you've paid attention to, you, you know, you know a lot of different types of birds because when you're burying things... Uh, Mm -hmm. You have to be aware when you're storing bodies or when you're doing all that kind of thing. Uh, You you have to be aware of like what kinds of birds might come and try to steal it or or bite on corpses or things like that. Or even there are some ritual burial birds that you need to go find and things like Mm -hmm. that for different religions here in uh, Faerun. This is not, as far as you can tell, a these are bird prints. This is not a bird. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Like the, the way it carries the weight looks a little bit different. Um, the way it's not digging or scraping or anything like that. These look like footprints, right? These don't look like birds landing and taking off or something like that. Friends, I believe we have a case here of someone wearing bird stilts to disguise <laughs> their tracks. The classic ruse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a this is a this is definitely a move that Orc uses to <laughs> to hide. <laughs> His uh, his involvement when he comes in, Cameron, you can and, tell me. Uh, puts out our fish smoking fires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The damn orc. What what's that, James? I was gonna say you can tell me if this is too something that Kylie wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. But the phrase um, "kenku" jumps to my mind. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So so um, Kylie in um in his past has encountered kinku before right yeah kinku are like small bird people um give me a they sound adorable they they are they are no they, are but they suck they are annoying <laughs> by they, they, design give they me they can't give think me of anything give me a history you have history um yeah i do but i still only got an a Got an eight? Yes. Okay, so you, based on your knowledge of Kinku, you have seen them like in, in courts and things like that before. You've seen them in social situations. Mm-hmm. Um, you, this, you don't really know one way or the other, right? This looks maybe like it might belong to a Kinku, but it, the, as far as you can go is where you've gotten, which is like, well, that comes to mind, but you can't really well, tell definitively one way or the other because you've never looked at Kinku tracks before. But do I probably know that Kenku can't fly? Mm, would no. I know that? No, you wouldn't know okay. that. Okay. Because you would never have seen them in, just thinking of the backstory that you've told me, I don't think you ever would have seen a scenario in which Kenku would have wanted to fly. If that well, I mean, they don't have any wings. Well, the, no, they do. No, they don't. Do they not have like... That's the defining thing of Kenku. They don't have arm wings? No. They would, well, you don't know one way or the other. How about that? <laughs> okay. Um, other stuff. 
Oh, these are like real Skeksis looking guys. Yeah, they're all bird, bird, bird dudes. I like them. There are multiple bird creatures in D&D. No one here got to be yes. a bird creature of any sort. Yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, no, <laughs> it's just it's too too far beyond. I thought you were using beyond. Wait, oh, you, <laughs> you villain you scamp. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do we want to do here? Um, all right. So I, I, as in both me and by extension, Weg, are formulating a plan that may or may not be a good idea. Mm-hmm. And I share it with the rest of the party thusly. You're really <laughs> selling me on it. <laughs> uh, friends, it appears that we have found what is one of, if not the primary sources of the contagion that has befallen the good people of Burdusk. Burdusk. Bird. Uh, bird dusk. Mm-hmm. Ah, bird dusk. I, I propose that we lay in wait and see who arrives to collect more poison. Okay, but they're probably not going to collect more. Like, they already fucked up the grain. I don't know if they'll come back to this spot. That's a good point. <laughs> mm. Well, there's. It's, it's, Okay. Two other poisons, right? Sure. I just yeah, there are two like, others. I don't what know if, that they'll come back to get more of this. If there are... If we've seen three already, is it possible that there is a fourth type of poison that hasn't been used yet that we could potentially scout out the, like, garden for? Do the bird tracks well, go anywhere? No, so that, that's a great question. Uh, they are, like, around the garden and you can see maybe some lighter tracks the further away it looks like these whatever the creature is that has these feet is has been tending this garden right that, that's mm-hmm. happening but no they don't they don't leave this that's why you couldn't find a trail out there they are yeah. if they are leaving they are flying from here right they're not okay. uh, hanging out here well there are trees mm-hmm. they could have just climbed up them um the, so the trees are kind of the tree trunks are set back so there's overhang here but there's not you would you would have to get out of this pit to get to a tree to climb up if that makes sense. okay fair enough yeah hmm hmm i think we can keep exploring right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i think i think sure. we should continue looking for more areas of uh influence like this okay Sure. So, uh, so you do that. You you get up on the disc again. And you kind of make your way, you know, further in into the swamp. I guess uh, you should. We could say, and about an hour in, now that you know kind of how this works, how this kind of you know, I don't know, moss farming looks, you have a much better ability to spot them. And you do. You see another one. Um, this one is. Set down again, very similar kind of deal, but this is the um, poison or or whatever. This is the, the swamp crap, I think is what we call it, <laughs> swamp goop, um, that you found beneath the cabbages. Okay, so this is um, like one little island in the middle of some shallow water, and the shallow water is full of the swamp goop. Um, Mm. and again, now that you know what to look for, uh, Silverleaf kind of peers over without going through the swamp goop and looking at the island. Um, there is a bucket there 
and there are bird tracks all around, same looking bird tracks, and that the um, the uh, bucket is actually full of cabbage scraps. It looks like someone's been eating cabbage, and this is just what's left over, almost like compost. And mm. you can see that they've been throwing cabbage into the swamp goop. Hmm. Is there anything else Wait. on the little island? The- nope. Nope. Phineas. Mm-hmm. You said that we didn't have a guarantee that they would come back. But then why would they have left the buckets? Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. I think waiting might be a viable strategy. Well, I think that there might be a layer nearby, close by. And Hmm. if we find a third spot, we may be able to triangulate its position. That's a good idea. do Do any of us have, like, cartography skills or the ability to be kind of charting where these things are in relation to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone can make a, that would go under survival. Anyone can make that check. So okay, yep. And that oh, would be I'm just fun. riding on this disc. I'll keep, I'll keep track. And I think. Uh, uh, oh wait, are you riding on the disc? And you wanna, you wanna? Well, I was just going to say, like, I could like sketch a rough map while I'm riding along. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and if you're intentionally doing this, that uh, I think in, y'all can do this. This is not a thing that we have to like finagle game rules. Okay, with, so cool. yeah, if you're intentionally being like, I'm trying to figure out. So, so you're looking for a third site, is what you're saying? Yeah, I want to look for a third site, but I also want to look for just like a nest. Okay. Um. So you know, okay, yeah, anything like that. You start going around, and rather than traveling in a straight line, now you're kind of traveling in a circle. Like a spiral, yeah, yeah, exactly. To kind of figure out where, you know, maybe kind of working your way back um, to the first site that you found. And let me do something really quick. Have we encountered any animal life up until this point? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, frogs, other smaller birds, you know, like just, just normal birds. This is a, an inhabited swamp. So you can hear okay. birds and bugs and, and all kinds of stuff Snakes like and that. gators and... Yeah, no rats. gators. I don't think no there's gators. gators in this part of the world, but... Uh, tell me, tell me more about these frogs. Uh, there's all... <laughs> you know what? As many as you desire, Jordan. Wow. I know. It's a good DM. Okay, so let's see here. Um, I'm, I, I'm looking at everyone's... Uh, okay, so... As you're traveling in a circle, in this kind of spiral, um, Phineas, you and Silverleaf, sorry, I had to look at everyone's character sheet. You and Silverleaf, you hear the beating of wings over you for just a second, and you hear a that same cry that the um ice cream cake the, the ice cream cake i was trying to that ice cream cake heard uh or described to you except it sounds like a bird instead of a child doing it <laughs> um, you hear that and you kind of look up but the canopy is so dense so difficult to look through that the sound both sounds are over in just a second and then um then it's gone You all continue, and you're looking for another site. Eventually, you find 
uh, after about another hour, so it's about three o'clock in the afternoon now, um, you find uh, a kind of composite site, similar kind of construction as the other ones. This one has in one place, well, actually, let me say this. You can hear this one before you see it, okay? Hmm. So what you hear is this kind of like, <clears throat> it's kind of crunching and like skirting around in the dirt, that kind of thing. You go up and it's kind of two things that are conjoined, two kind of recessed areas, almost like uh, the ones I've been describing so far. But one has what you would expect. It has these kind of uh, burrs that you saw, uh, Sweeney's weed, if you remember, um, mm -hmm. It has several of those, um, and they're just kind of submerged in water, kind of half submerged in water. Those you've seen. The other has a, like almost a pig pen uh, in it, and it's fairly large. It's maybe 10 yards by 10 yards, and it's really, there's a fence kind of like around the top of the, the, the kind of depression in order to keep the creatures on the inside. And what you see are... Um, these things, uh, they're kind of grunting and they are screaming. And I'm saying this while I'm looking for an image that I can give you to show you what it is in the discord. <laughs> and I found it. One second. As Tensor's floating disc comes into view in this camera shot, like I, ima I imagine a shot kind of, and oh goodness. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I imagine the shot kind of uh, panning across these two, these two sort of tended areas, uh, and the party kind of comes into view on one side of it. And as as the tensor's disc comes into view with Phineas and Wegg uh, sitting on it, Phineas is like, I imagine Phineas just kind of like dutifully scribbling all this down on the map that they're making mm -hmm. while um, Wegg is just covered in toads. <laughs> just like, just like <laughs> in his lap, there's one on his head, you know, like he's got a couple on each shoulder. And um, uh, as, as he is startled by the presence of these giant bug monsters, um, they, they all kind of hop off and go do their own thing. <laughs> Yeah, people. Yeah, Mary. I'm not trying to like hide these. I think you'll figure out what they are. Pretty, pretty, um, pretty soon. Yeah, can I make yeah. a nature check? Um, yeah. uh, sure. Well, let me let me give you. Can I give you a description first of what's going on? So, yeah, you yeah. see them, and there's oh. there's about three of them that are down in this pen, and they're not that big. They're maybe the size of like a big dog. Uh, you know, they're not huge or anything. And uh, what you can see dead in the middle is. I want to pet the dog. Okay. Uh, what you can see dead in the middle is um, like a bucket that seems to have fallen apart. Like all of the bindings on the bucket have disappeared. And uh, you can see a piece of chest armor that has huge holes kind of like eaten out of it, it looks like. And you can see a hmm. sword that has been chewed, like big uh, chewing pieces out of it. And the rest of it is rusting and kind of turning a, an ugly rust color. And as you get close, as you get invisible range, all of these creatures are kind of big bug monsters. And they have these kind of like antenna things attached to their mouth. They all look at you and they at the party and those those uh, things on their mouth start wiggling, kind of like a cockroach would. They start sensing and looking at you and wiggling their uh, appendages at you. Gross. Ooh, gross. Yeah. I think I want to... I 
I want to attack these things. I don't want them to come. Oh. Are we? Are they in a pen? They're in a pen. I, okay. If, can I make a nature check before? So I, I want to do two things. You can make a nature check. Go ahead. Well, Kylie has to eat one before we can fight them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 13. Okay. So you know this is, as many adventurers do, this is a, a common pest creature for adventurers. This is a rust monster. They turn ferrous metal into rust, and then they eat it, and they find it delicious. As you do that, and as you, I'm, I'm assuming you're telling the party this, right? Correct? Yeah, I was going to stop um, Silverleaf. But then I remembered that Bone probably isn't affected by the rust mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I have no metal. <laughs> so as you do this, uh, you... Actually, give me, give me one second. Let me look here. Um, give me a wisdom saving throw, everybody. 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 21. Okay. 13. Okay. 23. Okay. Uh, 17. All right. Everyone hears, begins to hear, a kind of um, enchanting sound. Like a beautiful, pleasant sound that you've never heard. Singing, in fact, just, ooh. Uh, Vare is playing. <laughs> Somewhere close to you. No, but you hear this kind of enchanting. Silverleaf's favorite band, Bone Iver. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but but from somewhere up in the canopy, you don't have any visibility on this, and and you all kind of start getting a little bit sleepy, and then you all pop too. You go, oh, this is a great song. I love it. But where is that? And you start looking around, and as you all pop out of it, you can hear. <laughs> the kind of beating of wings and then it immediately goes away. Here's something flying away from you that you couldn't see. Hey guys. Hmm. Did you notice that that mayor, he seemed to say his own name a bunch. S say more. Anyway, these rust monsters. Okay, so so these are rust monsters and they're here and there's something that's flown away from you. Wait, wait, wait. Is that like a doppelganger thing that they have to... No, that's like a Kenku thing. Oh. Kenku can't say anything, like, original. Hmm. This is some Kenku metagaming going on here. I don't know if you... I don't think, based on your check you made earlier, you know all that much about them. You've seen them, and you've been in the same okay. room. You're yeah, not yeah. a Kenku friend. Friend of the Kenku. <laughs> 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 but anyway... Um, yeah. I... All right, so are we, uh, like, how sturdy is this pin? Are we in immediate danger? I no, don't know no, no, no. I mean, no, This they, they are they are sensing you, and they can kind of they get up close, but it's kind of like a pig would be in, in a pin, right? They can get up close yeah. and kind of rub into it. But no, they can't get out of this pin. Okay, I don't, I don't see any reason why we should attack these things. I mean, like, they're, they're here I mean, for a, they're here for a purpose, right? Somebody is, is going to use them for something, but they they themselves are not inherently evil, right? Yeah. No more than, like, rodents are evil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they go, you can hear their little wiggly head things going, looking at you. I don't know about evil, but they sure are gross. They are gross. Wig loves it. He's all bad. He's like, that's disgusting. Okay. Um, all right, so so yeah, so you found this. There there are a bunch of rust monsters here. Um, 
you want to keep searching? Do we? Can't. I don't know if this would need to be a check. Does it? Does this pen seem like it's at capacity? Does it seem like it was made to hold this amount of mm, rust monsters? Give me an investigation check. Okay. Investigation is okay. One. Uh, you don't know. <laughs> okay. You have no idea. <laughs> Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, rust monsters can't fly, presumably. Right. Correct. So if if there were rust monsters that were taken from here, we would probably see tracks to that. Okay. So, well, so I mean, are you uh, flying thing could carry them. Right. Yeah. Unless what, it was carried like, off in the talons of the flying thing. What about the song that we just, what, what kind of effect did it, did it have? Yeah, on you. I, yeah, I think we all saved out of it, right? Uh, you did not experience the negative effect of the song. Okay. Yeah, we we only ex- experienced the uh, the positive effects of, of hearing a pumped up jam. Yes, and and to to say I didn't realize this at the time, but uh, okay. but Silverleaf would have had advantage against the mm-hmm. save as well. So or for that. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that helps me. Um, mm-hmm. What does that mean? Uh, you roll twice and choose the higher. No, I, I know yeah. what the mechanic advantage is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, elves have the advantage against being charmed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was because, like, he, I was like, is it one of the, like, people he heard arguing about the bricks gave him a clue? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> is, that a, um, is that, like, a dryad thing? Are they, like, sirens? Mm, you don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, um, which way did the flapping go? That's what I want to uh, make a perception check. Okay. See if you perceived it as it happened. Um, thirteen. North, probably. Okay. North out of the swamp, back mm-hmm. towards the back towards town. Well, my well, kind of right. So you you've made basically three quarters of a circle here. Mm-hmm. So so hold on. Let me let me. You can keep talking, but I'll MS Paint up basically. Okay. Uh, my. My thinking is so we found we found the three kind of like cesspits that these three different kinds of poison were grown in. And we have three well, crime scenes attached to each one of those. But we also have a fourth one that doesn't have a crime scene yet. Right? I don't think we had found the third like so uh, plant. No, uh, I don't think we ever found the. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, like a double. Sorry. Sorry. I only thought there were the rust monsters here. I didn't realize there was also the whatever. No, it's okay. The Sweeney's weed. Yeah, Sweeney's yes. weed is also here. That was the first part. Um, yes. But we, so, we the rust monsters took a lot longer. Yes. So if so if there's there so um Burdusk has uh <laughs> what am I looking at here, Cam? This is kind of your your route here. So if the first site is the leftmost one and then you went further into the swamp for the second site, and now you found uh-huh. the third site kind of curving back in. So there's still oh, okay. there's still three hours of swamp north of you that right. you would have to trek back through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um so my thinking is that this these bug these rust monsters are gonna be used f- to sabotage whatever ironworks produce Kaz. Like someone is systematically targeting all the main trade opportunities that Burdusk is being is be, has become known for yeah um so if we can 
if we can if we can determine what the next target is, then we can get there before the perpetrator does. I don't, I don't think we're going to get there before it. I mean, well, if it's flying, that's a good point. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I want to search for this thing's layer, which. I don't know. Yeah, to give you an idea, uh, so it is about 3 o'clock now, like I said. It's going to take you three hours to get out of the swamp and six hours to get back to Burdusk. Oh, goodness. So, so you're nine so hours away. Left, even if we left I, right now. Yeah. yeah. If you left right now, it would take you nine hours to get back. I think that we should kill these rust monsters on the chance that it hasn't taken one away yet. Can I... Uh, can would I need to? Is there a check that I can make to see how I feel about doing that? <laughs> no, that's just a, a role that's play. A how do you feel about doing that? Yeah, how do you feel? Well, about I, doing I just, I just mean like, I don't think that these creatures haven't done anything wrong. Okay, what, what's your alignment? Well, let, well let's my alignment is. Let's not go to alignment. Let's, but like, what would based on Weg's history, what okay. would make him feel that way about it? Weg is um, used to dealing with the dead and is has a lot of history dealing with the grieving as an extension of dealing with the dead mm-hmm. um, and kind of grew up in an environment that dealt a lot with grief and loss. Um, and so I think that that kind of left an impression on Weg that like uh, even even in a circumstance like this where you know we don't like these creatures may not be sapient you know they don't have families that will grieve them or whatever but just because of, of Weg's sort of constant exposure to the sorrow of loss mm-hmm. um, throughout his life that in any death that can be avoided feels like something that he needs to do mm-hmm. just as like, uh, like he, he, like logically he can think about it and say like, yeah, okay, these are, these are animals. It's not, you know, there's not going to be anyone to grieve th- this loss, but it's just part of, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just, um, uh, it's just part of himself that, that feels like if something doesn't need to die, then, it should be avoided. Okay. Death is coming and you don't need to speed it up. Yeah. It's like, like every, like death comes for everything eventually. And the less death that anyone has to deal with across the span of their lifetime is better. Mm-hmm. Well, so Weg makes this, I'm going to say that you said all this in character. Cause I think that would be compelling. Right. So okay. Weg kind of delivers the speech, right. About, life and death and the the kind of importance of life, even if it's a life form that doesn't matter or doesn't, uh, uh, isn't recognizable to you. Uh, and, and Weg presumably still covered in toads. And so you can see that this really matters, uh, for for Weg. Uh, what does the rest of the party do? I mean, I don't want my shit to get eaten. I'm fine with just leaving them there. Well, I don't want to have to sit here and watch these worrying about if, whatever the flying thing is, is going to come back and take one down. What if we set them free? Great idea. I, if we set them free, I don't know about you, but I think I'm wearing the only... Do you think what? 
you got cut off at the end there, James. I think I'm wearing the only metal. I mean, there's some in the pit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. I, I've got daggers. No, I, exactly. You're going to get your shit aid. I mean, They're going to come straight for you and me. How about this? We two can walk away <laughs> and Silverleaf can open the pet doors. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and you know that they can detect metal, but they can't detect metal like infinitely, right? Based mm-hmm. on your previous experience with rust monsters and them kind of being a well-known creature in the adventuring world, they can only detect metal within thirty feet. Okay, I, I'm fine leaving it silverly. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure they're going to attack me, but Based I can... Based on what Cameron has said, they they don't seem like they're ravenous or mm-hmm. rabid or hungry. Like they seem Wait, I think they would still eat up all my chain mail, given sure. the chance. Well, you're just you're covered in delicious chain mail. Here, here's what I'm gonna do. I have everybody. I Silverleaf says, "Look, I got, I've got this. Y'all go over there, stand in that uh, that clump of sedge, and hide out for a second. And then I reach into my pack and I pull out something that's in my inventory, which is a big, nice, juicy crowbar. Mm. Okay, Ooh. and I. I get their attention with it, and I'm starting to, like, yeah, <laughs> see it? And they, I got all, they're all, they're, they're starting to, they're getting excited, and their, their little, uh, their little, their little uh, fronds are, are wagging, um, and I open the gate, and I throw, they start running toward me, and I throw it into the, into the, into the woods, away from where we're going. And, and so you've opened the gate, correct? Yeah. Yeah, they run right after that thing, and they are gone. Hooray! Yay! We did it. Yeah. Yeah. They're out of here. Okay. No more rust monsters. Problem Wags, solved. Wag <laughs> says to himself, didn't even have to use my AK. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What does AK stand for? Uh, Arcane something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, attack club. <laughs> uh all right so where where to now then i think i think we need to start making our way back into well no i want to go north and follow where i oh, think right. the harpy or the bird thing went oh yeah, it could yeah we're not going to beat it anyway right yeah yeah we're not going to beat it back to town it's nine hours to get there we're already here i like that i like looking for a nest Okay, so you're you're kind of start searching. You're doing the same operation as before. I'm assuming we were getting the tensor's disc back mm-hmm. operating. Yeah, um, online. Online tensor tensor's Ten, disc. Tensor's online. floating disc drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you, so you get you start searching. You're being way more intentional now, right? You start looking, mm-hmm. and eventually, what you see is you see a small clearing. And again, this is this is something that if you weren't looking for it, you might have a hard time finding it. If only because it's been so incredibly well kind of hidden or or built into the landscape. There's kind of a hill, you know, because it's a swamp, but you know, there's there's buildup of um, uh, soil and stuff like that everywhere. And what you see is the the best way to describe it probably is like a Yoda house, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So it's kind of built into. The uh, fraggle rock, yeah, kind of a fraggle rock, but built into the um, into the soil, kind of going down deep 
or, or down down into the swamp and there's a little bit of a clearing around it you notice like there are sparser trees around it although it's still really well hidden there's vines there's all kinds of stuff and you can see a little window and you can see a little light in that window Hmm. And you're pretty far should, away. I think you're probably like a hundred yards away. You're still pretty far. I think somebody should sneak up on that and peek in that window. How much control do you have over the disc? It just follows me. Okay. You can't like. It's not a drone. It's not a. It's not a Roomba. It's not tensor. Right. Yeah. My, my thing. My thinking was that you could silently float the disc over to the window and let me and Phineas kind of peek in, but it sounds like that doesn't work. No. I mean, I think you and Phineas should peek in. Well, we would have to, like, how how tall is this domicile? Can we tell from here? Uh, you would be able to sneak and look in, for sure. Okay. Because it's kind of set, you know, it's a few feet off the... You know, imagine the way that like a cellar works, right? There's a door that's a little bit off the ground, but it's going down into the ground. Yeah. Similar kind of idea. Okay. Is, I just imagine you are stealthier than I. Or at least very, Phineas is. We are very small. Um, I'm going to make a stealth check. Go check it. Okay. Stealth check it out. Do it. Uh, 23. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's extremely stealthy. So are you, yeah, good work. Are you going? What um, happened? What happened to Phineas? (laughs) (laughs) Weg, are you going with Phineas or no? No, I don't think so. Okay. So uh, Phineas, you make your way up. It's, it's pretty far away, right? But you have definitely rolled high enough that I don't think you need to roll again or anything like that. It's about four o'clock now, I would say, but after kind of the long talk with about the rust monster and then looking and searching a little bit more maybe 4, 4.30. So the sun is going down, and of course it's darker in the swamp than it's going to be in somewhere without swamp cover and things like that, especially because there's so much um, foliage over. But you do make your way over to it, and you can see, But and I'm telling you this because you um, you did so well on, the, on that roll, like your ability to, to stealth is very high here. You didn't roll a natural 20, right? You rolled a 19? No, it was a 19. Okay. And so you get all the way up to this window and you're looking down. Like, you know, the window, the window is like half a window to look out of and half like a, um, like a smoke hole, you know, to like a chimney almost. And you look down and you're looking basically, at, you know, like a, a 45 degree angle down into the ground and you see what appears to be an old woman down there. And she is kind Grandma. of she's kind of working. Um, she she's got herbs and things like that in front of her, and she is combining them together. And uh, she's got maybe a map over on one side, and she's kind of putting certain herbs on the map. And um, hmm. she's got kind of a cauldron over in one corner, and it's got some stuff bubbling in it. She's got some books on a shelf, uh, that kind of thing. Any blacksmith energy. You don't, you're not there. No, no, I, okay. So this is not like a big, uh, blacksmith, like we saw before. You were not there. <laughs> you are a football field away. <laughs> yeah, you're a football yeah, field we away. Wait. Only this Mary is, no, I, this is just me as a, uh, as a, a viewer. This does not appear to be a blacksmith zone, <laughs> if that's what you're asking. <laughs> that is what I'm asking. Okay, no. 
So as far as you're concerned, this is a swamp hole. This is a Yoda hut. Yeah. So no BGE. No, this has a, uh, um, no uh, blacksmith grandma energy. <laughs> no, 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 no. This has full Yoda energy. Okay. So out of curiosity, like how big is this hole? Mm, like the window hole? Yeah. Uh, maybe like f- uh, three feet in diameter, something like that. Okay, so I could I could like climb it. Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I am at the very least like going to take a peek inside, see if I can. So you're going in the. So this room is not very big. This room is like maybe ten feet by ten feet. Okay. Like making sure you know you're gonna have to make another stealth check. Okay. Okay, because it's a different action than before. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Go ahead and roll that stealth check. And I'm rolling against you here as this creature. I rolled a natural one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bother uh, rolling against you. So like, I start like climbing in the hole to just try and like lean over to like take a look inside. And I just end up like unbalancing and like falling face first into it. So <laughs> as you do this, like even before you fall face first, as you touch the windowsill and begin making your way in, she kind of whips her head around and you can see that that you know from the, the back looking like a grandma from the front has she's kind a of total honey <laughs> no <laughs> a grandma can be a total honey I don't, that's, that's, that's unfair to grandmas but right. uh, but uh no but like green skinned okay mm. uh long elongated nose kind of a kind of a pointed chin big pointy almost elven ears and she frowns like you can you can see this look on her face of how dare this creature come to my home and not let me know about it. <laughs> and so she whips around and as soon as she finishes the head motion and sees you and you see this facial expression change, she goes invisible. Poof. Ooh. Out of here. She, uh, and then the door beside the window, you know, the, the door of the, um, like as you're falling in to land on your face, that door flies open and she is gone. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, do, do what we all of this do we see? Yeah. Uh, what now? Do we see the door fly open? Yep, you see the door fly open. You see both things. You see Phineas fall <laughs> and the door fly open at the same time. Hmm. I'm, I'm I, rushing forward to... to yeah, yeah, we, to should, we should probably get yeah. over there. Okay. Um... Well, I'm on the disc. So Silver I don't have leaf a... to detect magic. Mm, well, that's going to take a while. Oh, yeah, okay. that's going to take a while. I yeah, was aware our... that that was. Never mind. That. Yeah, it's a ritual that's... spell. It He's... takes like oh, ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I am. Yeah, used to older editions where it's like a cantrip. Yep. Yeah. Can we like rush while we're rushing towards the door? Do we have any chance of running into this invisible? No. Being okay. Nope. You do not. Um, just gone. So you make your way toward the door. You all kind of hurry up to it. You don't really know what's there, so you kind of got your weapons up or whatever. You're ready to to fight whatever is in there. Uh, you know, from your angle, it kind of looks like the door flew open and maybe something pulled Phineas in, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of yeah. hard to tell one way or the other. And so you rush up in a panic, and when you get there, there's there's an empty room. There's Phineas kind of sprawled on the ground. And when you get to the door, you can hear far behind you, maybe 
you know, you, you don't you don't even know how far away, but pretty far away where something is yelling, and you hear um, this kind of gravelly older woman's voice say, "How dare you come into my domain?" She's she's offended. I can I yell? Mm-hmm. How dare you come into my domain? <laughs> oh, Jesus, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I I ask Phineas what happened. Okay, and Phineas kind of just explains kind of what everyone heard already. Um, it, it was the damnedest thing. I was just I was leaning over to take a look, and I felt this like magical force pull me in. I I I couldn't explain it. it <laughs> Strange. I saw this woman turn invisible, and the fucking doors flew open. It was, you know. Thank goodness you're okay. <laughs> um, okay, so so you get that explanation, and the this this older woman, this invisible woman, is um, still yelling at you. She says, "You've come from Burdusk, haven't you?" <laughs> I don't. I I want to. I want to whisper to everybody else before, like, not really whispering, but like, not loud enough that she could presumably hear us, unless she's got magical hearing. Um, I don't think that we should mention that we're from the mayor. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna make a perception check here. Actually, I want you to make a stealth check. Okay. Who? Everyone or make a or, uh, oh, what, just a deception check. Sorry, sorry, Jordan. Now I'm looking at the thing. Make a deception check. Okay. To see if Weg can actually whisper good. Uh, uh, t- Twelve. Okay. Yeah. So you say that she doesn't hear you. Okay. Weg is um, used to being quiet. You can't be loud around the dead. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Wait. Might wake him up. And you should. Um, what? It's disrespectful. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, exactly. James, haven't you heard of waking the dead? I know. That's an expression for something that's very, very loud. <laughs> uh, um, okay. What do you want to say? I'm going to close the door. Are you inside or outside? I, it, I was presuming we were all inside. You do it, and she says, in my home? Wet <laughs> um, wig. Kind of raises his voice up out through the window, uh, and and says, uh, "Good, good swamp maiden. <laughs> Hail, good swamp maiden. I believe this to be an enormous misunderstanding. <laughs> we would love to talk, and will gladly, and or, and I will gladly uh, come out, come back out into the swamp without any weapons to." Discuss with you what we've come here to learn. She says, come forward. And so you guys can stay in here if you want, or come with me if you want. Come um, forward, dirt man. <laughs> um, I push the door open and, and just kind of walk walk a, a little ways. Not like, you know, a ton far from the house, because I don't want to get separated. But like, you know, 15 or 20 feet from the door. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, in, in a show of good faith, just me and my rags and... Um, I even I even make a show of, of leaning my shovel up against the Yoda house before I mm-hmm. walk over there. Okay, uh, that's that's uh, all good. You can tell when she's speaking to you now that she has a different kind of tone of voice to her. That you, and you close the door behind you, right? Sure. Okay. So yeah, so different kind of vibe here now, or slightly different. And she says, "Why have you come here?" 
uh, we are searching for the root. We are searching for the origin of three poisons that have uh, plagued a nearby village. And so, as you're speaking, uh, you kind of hear that. Yeah, like I don't. That's not the sound. But yeah. um, you hear that same kind of bird cry that you heard before. And, yeah, and you and you hear and you see now since you're kind of in a little bit of a clearing, you can see four harpies flying down out of the sky and landing uh, in the trees, and they're pretty high up. I mean, these are tall trees; these are like a hundred feet up. Oh wow! Uh, maybe maybe eighty feet up, but um, but yeah, so they're up there and they're not doing anything; they're just there. Um, they're just hanging out. And the, is everybody there? just are y'all watching this? Oh, I mean, they're me. watching, but even if they're since the door is closed, they all got to crowd around that hole, and that that hole is giving them a forty-five degree angle into the sky. So I don't even think they can see you from here. Oh, okay. In the same way that you could not see into the house from outside, other than being right, right up on it, right? Um, right. So, uh, so yeah, only Wegg is seeing these things, and uh, so the invisible woman says, um, she says, "I've I have poisoned Burdusk. I will destroy Burdusk." It, it, it is written. It is. Uh, it's my whole purpose. Wow. Why? Kylie has found a kindred spirit. Wegg says to himself, oh, that's heavy. <laughs> um, where is it written? In my book. <laughs> In my diary. <laughs> <laughs> Silverleaf is immediately like looking at mm-hmm. scrimshaw rods. There's like a book on the table, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I don't, I don't see it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where, where could it possibly be written?" Um, I so the impression I'm getting is that these harpies are at are at her command or behest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's um, pretty clear. Um. Why don't we start to just breaking stuff in the hovel? Yeah. She's outside. We're inside. Um, okay. We can't, I, I, get, we can't get attacked by harpies break. if we're in the building. Or you can get slaughtered by harpies in a very small space. Uh, but they can't swoop at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. It's very. It's hard to swoop in a Yoda house. Um, yeah. That old. That I, old grave digger saying. Yeah. You Can I house. whisper to the other two in the house? Yeah, sure. How are we all talking about volume? These... Sorry. I mean, I don't want the people outside to hear. Yeah. Um, how would you all feel about me lighting this place up? Go for it. Silverleaf just gives a big thumbs up. Okay, I am going to... Can I cast a spell? Yeah, sure. Or I don't... Not cast a spell, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. Do my burning hands. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to burn hands all over the place. Your produce flame or whatever it's called? Or do you actually have um, burning No, hands? the actual burning hands. Oh, yeah, because you do have this. I see. Um, yes, yeah. Sure, yeah, you do it. Um, you know, there's nothing to impede you or anything like that. You just oh, start um, shoot. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, well, I make sure that we're all close to the door. And then just do it inward because this is like a fifteen foot cone. Yeah, you were going. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. So, 
you all kind of crowd up close to the door. You see uh, Kylie kind of turn around and then do the kind of traditional burning hands, thumbs touching, fingers out mm-hmm. uh, gesture. Flames shoot out and fill basically this entire room. This is not a big room. Uh, full of flame, it immediately begins filling up with smoke. And uh, yeah, it's I on think fire. We have that smoke hole. Yeah, mm. we can definitely hide in here now. <laughs> away from the harpies. Yeah, you, you guys gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> you basically you've got uh, about six seconds before you smother to death. Oh, one round. <laughs> You've got like so. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, go outside the house, I guess. <laughs> okay, so Weg, what you see happen here is you're okay. having like a fully rational conversation with this <laughs> with this invisible woman with these harpies around, and they don't see these harpies. The harpies immediately you see them their 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 wings go up. They're freaking mm-hmm. out. They start screaming and screeching raw. And she, uh, the invisible woman, just lets out this howl. And she says, you bastards, you fools. And she's just screaming. And you have no idea what's happening until you hear the door open. And, you know, the slam flies open. It probably flies off of its hinges. Um, And your your teammates come come rolling out of it, basically. Um, Smoldering. Smoldering, yeah. And then so two of them are smoldering and one uh, Kylie confidently walking out as if it's a Michael Bay film. Um, We burned all of the the map with the stuff on it and all of the books and the cauldron and all the additional stuff. I'm definitely getting my weapons out. Mm-hmm. Weg just says, "Oh hell!" <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the invisible woman screams again. She says, um, "She says, Iron Bow will have my revenge. Iron Bow will be destroyed, sending you here to my home against our agreement." I will destroy him. I will rip his skin from his body. I will flay him alive. And the harpies, it looks like they're about to go and attack you, Wegg. I mean, you're kind of, you're ready to, to shuffle off the mortal coil. They're, they're scary. Right. And right. instead of swooping at you, I mean, they look like they want to attack you, and they all kind of sit up a little bit straighter, and then they fly away. They leave, and they fly mm. north. Oh, they're going to get that dude. Okay, I would like. Can you remind me what thaumaturgy does? It's one of my cantrips. Yeah, thaumaturgy just allows you to do like a kind of illusionist show of some sort. So if you wanted big explosions, you could do that, but they'd be fake, of course. Or right. if you wanted like uh, your voice to be super loud, or if you wanted to like make a lightning strike in the sky, it's an illusion okay. to do that kind of stuff, like special effects, basically. Can it move things? Can I use it to like? Okay. Um. You might. All right, well, I just I just yell back to the to the party. Bring my shovel on your way over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I want to try. Uh, I want to try to cast command. Okay. On the what I'm assuming is the hobgoblin woman. Um. A, a number one, you got to be visible to cast command. Oh, okay. Um, and two, uh, your range for most of your spells is going to be 100. Six, yeah, 60 yeah, or 120. 60 foot. Okay. okay. For, 60 foot further. for command. Yeah, she's, she's further. further away than that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you can't see her. She's invisible. Um, right. So, yeah, going to be hard to hit her with anything. Right. Okay. 
Um, in that case, um, in that case, Wag just yells out, "Hold on a second and uh, just starts running back to the to the party to mm-hmm. kind of regroup. So, and to be clear, when she she yells that, she's she's gone. She's leaving. Oh, she's she's yeah. heading out. Yeah, she okay. she is. As she says that, her voice is getting more distant. How about that? Okay. Um, so she's she's out of there. And uh, all right, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Time all right. to move on to the next town. <laughs> hey there, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. This is Cameron again. I uh, just want to do all the plugs here at the end. At Range Touch on Twitter. At uh, Seaconselman just for me on Twitter. Um, I need to figure out a way that you can follow all of the different players if you want to. Um, I'll, I'll figure that out. Maybe I'll, I'll get that down in the description below or something. Um, there's those. If you like the Patreon um, or, or you like the show, if you like the show, then maybe you might want to support us on Patreon or anything. Uh, even a dollar a month really helps us. Um, and our hosting costs are now ballooning based on the number of shows that we have. So uh, it's actually super helpful. Anyway, a little bit behind the curtain. Um, some more behind the curtain. Um, would it surprise you to know that everything in the swamp, basically from them leaving the city all the way to them returning to the city, all of that was improvised by me off the off the dome, like straight off the dome uh, as they did it. Um, that That's true. Um, maybe I'll have a Patreon-specific kind of, um, you know, behind-the-screen kind of thing going on. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me what you want. Anyway, this is your favorite ending part of any show is me talking. Uh, all these favorites. Um, hopefully you enjoy the show. Um, we will see you next episode. If you do like the show, we don't spend anything on advertising. So uh, let people know. Link it to people. Tell them that it's good. Tell them that you like it. Um, if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut. No, I guess you can tell people that too. But I prefer if you know. I prefer you just like it. That'd be good. Um, Okay, goodbye. See you next episode.